0: Gerard Butler. Not for you right now. Yeah, it's okay. I do a lot of eggs. It might be an original. I'm not 100% sure. comes in the aerosol cans. I'm sure it's very, very healthy.
1: Check it out.
0: Things just go fast for me because I just don't pay attention. (laughs) Well, you've got it, so that's what matters. (laughs) So take a little bit of a break before all that happens.
1: Do yourself a favor and do it.
0: That's what I do. Hold on. Here we go. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great
2: powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, mother.
0: a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero?
1: Initiating surprise in three, this two is one. The Real Brian Show. It's the show for the Renaissance nerd. It's a positive, agenda-free zone. We always discuss a variety of things because we love a variety of things. We're curious, and so we nerd out. We strive to be better, and so we unleash our superhero. We love our pop culture. Well, we've got the burden of consuming pop culture and reviewing it for you. Some would say that The Real Brian Show is really a show about nothing. That Seinfeld, eh, you guys retired. We took over. Yeah, let's rock it. Hello, Captain Influence. I'm Hello, Nero.
2: real Brian. Hello! I am the I, real Brian. I am thinking BS in TRBS again today.
1: Oh, we put the BS in TRBS? Indeed. I kind of like that. I mean, you know, people kind of laugh and they go, <laughs> that's funny. And I'm like, no, but really? Today especially. It's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be epic. We are going to be truly all over the place today. You're going to need a lot of caffeine and um, I'm not even sure what else you're going to need in order to keep up with us just strap in get... baby that's all i gotta say how you doing captain
2: i am pretty good i'm on, having a little bit of a sugar rush right now Ooh, what you been eating uh, huh? And, huh? and and it kind of you can kind of hear it in the way i said a little bit of a little bit of sugar bit rush of, of, huh? uh donuts yeah. well, I, no 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 i don't typically use donuts
1: um you don't I, use I'm,
2: donuts I'm, <laughs> I'm not a user of donuts i'm eating oh, this good. magic called magic trail mix
1: Oh, oh, magic, like made in Colorado kind of magic trail mix. Uh,
2: I think it's probably made in South Dakota, actually. But oh. uh, yeah. OK, so and, and I had a I had a few handfuls before the show and now I'm just kind of, uh, you know, kind of yeah. beavicing out right now. So yeah.
1: <sighs> how many how many magic? brownies if you had. See, that's what it sounds like when you say magic trail mix. I'm like magic brownies. It says
2: it on the bag. Magic trail mix. You know, marketers. So does it
1: say like, you know, it's got nuts and oats and, you know, cane sugar and then it's got other ingredients or like, you know, natural flavors.
2: Peanuts, raisins, m ms chocolate candies, dark chocolate chips and peanut butter drops.
1: So it doesn't have like, quote, other ingredients or special flavors or anything like that. You know, like a little bit no, of that Mary Jane in there.
2: Just, you know, just your typical uh, okay. processed food poison that we all consume on Is a daily really basis. Is it really
1: processed though? Oh, I'm sure. Well, it's magic. One way or the other. What's it going to do? Oh, it's magic. All right. Well, we've got somebody joining us today. I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember, you, we, we've talked about you in the past. I wonder if you remember that we've mentioned the name Kryptonite. <laughs> superman's like dying right now it's just amazing but kryptonite welcome to the real brian <laughs> show yeah excited to be here finally yeah i know i i got to thinking about this that i don't think you've ever been on the show and i don't know why truthfully although you yes. been, you've been a part of the show for quite some time
0: <laughs> yeah I've, I've made a couple kind of post-production appearances i've done a few of those but <laughs>
2: this is the guy who does those awesome mashups at the end or beginning yeah. of the shows
1: yeah it's special. You're special. Very. Try to. <laughs> it's righteous. It's righteous. righteous. Righteous, man. It's like tubular. Dude. So, Kryptonite, tell us a little bit about yourself. Share your business, all that good stuff, your podcast, everything.
0: Yeah. So, I am Kryptonite. I live in the middle of Oklahoma. I actually live out in the middle of nowhere. I got to go 30 minutes to get to anything substantial. And I need to get to an hour to get anything important. I am out there. And many people would probably say that mentally I am way out there as well. But free, I, sound like I have it, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I do podcast editing as my living. So I get to do all the ins and outs of audio editing and processing and things like that. And so uh, that's actually kind of how me and Brian met way back. Uh, I can't even remember how many years ago it was now been at least 80 and 80 yeah, yeah probably sounds about right i was, I was bought negative 10 so anyway yeah so so I, I have a business doing that now where i edit people's podcasts and so i haven't always done that i have uh probably probably more factory work in me than i do podcast editing but i'm trying to counter do that or but you're having that.
1: fun doing it you do a great job oh awesome. yeah
0: yeah we thank you
1: you said you're living out in the middle of nowhere thank i'm curious you. to know how you're even like talking to us right now i mean are you Kind of like, uh, like dialing in. Are you? Is that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that you? yeah that's you. That's all what it sounds like, and so I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so <it> <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely has to do with a lot of satellites and microwave dishes and oh yeah, okay hats and stuff like that. Solar flares, sunspots,
1: and that mic- kind of thing. Microwave popcorn. Yeah, and- that's beautiful, man. Well, welcome. That sounds pretty good. I should go get some. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm so glad you're here. You know, Kryptonite Uh, really helping out right now. So, as you mentioned, doing editing and audio editing. And for those of us who do podcasting, we know the amount of work that goes into it. But for the people who, you know, just say, hey, I'm a consumer of podcasts and they're free. It's wonderful. Everything's free. I don't think everybody really realizes how much work and time and even money, you know, goes into podcasting to produce something that's free for everyone else, which is, (laughs) man, that's a total win-win for the listeners. So, yeah, I, I thank you, man, because you're you have allowed us to be able to do this show because, you know, this show takes a lot of work and I spent about a third of my week on it, you know, and none of us get paid to do this. We're doing it for fun. It's a labor of love, but it's also a, it's a mission. You know, we don't do it just for fun. We do it because we love it. You know, we really want to get out there and have a good time doing it, but it's a lot of work. So thank you for taking this off my plate and helping the the editing and what? all that. It really is helpful doing,
0: doing everything a wonderful job does. at it. Yeah. Yeah, one of these days I'm going to say I edit it, and then I'm going to release the real, the, the full thing, and then people are going to be like, "What in the world?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets to listen to the uncut TRBS episodes,
2: guys. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. Yeah, I the
1: TR out. Well, you leave the BS and take the TR out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the yeah. real is gone, and the BS is still here. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Josh, and then also. And I haven't done this in a very long time, but that's something where we could continue to take additional help, by the way. So, you know, I've been doing the, the blog posts for a while. I don't enjoy doing that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do it because I have to. It's not something that's fun for me, and it actually takes me way too long, and it's taking time away from me putting into the show, you know, and into putting into content creation. So anybody that has any time right now and, and any desire to do a blog post, if you are a writer and you know WordPress, it's not going to take you very long at all. So it's, it's not like it's a time consuming thing. It's just, you know, a mental thing to kind of shift around and do that. So anybody that has any desire in helping out with the blog posts would be tremendously helpful. Please let me know. And then of course, if you can help out on Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash real show. I would really, I know we would love it if you could help out. I know, you know, you're probably going to say, well, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have really any extra money. I mean, $5 a month would be tremendous. Or like I said, if you can help out writing the blog posts or even, how many times have you said to yourself, "Man, I wish Captain Influence and the Real Brian would talk about this topic on the show"? And then, how many times have you shared that topic with us? So you know, anytime, yeah, please, any,
2: give us topics. We will, we will drink that stuff up. Yeah, like dying man drinking water in the desert. We will. Any, if, if you want us to talk about something. Yeah, well, and it, and it's appropriate. We'll devour it and spit it right back at you in the next episode. So, yeah, do that.
1: And of course, we'll always come up with topics to talk about. But I mean, it's so much fun talking about things that other people nerd out about. I love yeah. that. So anytime you're just like, oh, my gosh, I'm totally nerding out on this. And you may even want to come on the show and talk about it with us. So, yeah. I mean, really, the invitation is there. But we're always looking. And I've said this. I said this last week. I'm all about community. I'm all about collaboration. So anybody that's listening, going, Man, I, I would love to just step up and, you know, throw some ideas out, have some fun and have a good time. Please talk to us. TRB at com, or you can contact us through Slack, Facebook, whatever. Totally up to you. But I would really appreciate your help on all of those. And again, Josh, thank you, Kryptonite, for your help. Because again, you're, you're helping to make this show possible to continue forward.
0: That is my mission.
2: Oh, those those mashups are so clever. Uh, does it take you a long time to do those? I mean, do you have to very strategically pick out phrases and sentences that we say and, and intelligently mash them together? Or is it pretty random?
0: Yeah, as as I'm going through and editing, whenever I hear a phrase or something like that, that just sounds like it could be taken out of context, I just copy it and and drop it down. And then when I get to the end, I'll have whatever. It depends on the episode and how much I'm thinking about it during it. I'll have anywhere between two to five minutes of little clips, and then I'll just kind of listen through it and kind of see what kind of random story I can come up with it. It's amazing. so it's awesome, dude. Yeah, I've we been appreciate it.
1: very, very impressed with that. That's something I was like, you know, I could do that, but man, it feels like that would just take so much time, And <laughs> but it's amazing. You do a good job. Well, speaking of support, and this is kind of a, a sad story, but some of you are going to remember Nuance Chocolate. We've, we've talked about Nuance Chocolate a lot. Toby Gad, who's the owner of Nuance Chocolate, way back. It's been two and a half years ago. He was on episode yeah. 31. So if you've never gone back and listened to episode 31 of The Real Brian Show, do yourself a favor and do it. It's very interesting. We did a behind-the-scenes tour of his little chocolate factory, too, which was so much fun. So earlier this month, I don't know the details, but a car crashed right into their building. Wow! (laughs) put a giant hole into their building and basically shut the whole building down. Now you do have to understand too, that they're actually in a really old historic building, by the way. So fixing it up is not like a new building. You don't just say, Oh, well they'll just fix it up. It's a super tricky process because most of the materials like that aren't made the same anymore. And in order to rebuild it, to look like it's historic is just a lot of work. So he's saying that they're, Very likely weeks to months before they can reopen. Let's just say that, you know, they have their own struggles in general, you know, with any business. Right. And of course, they've been through some rough times, but they're a successful business. They've done really well. I've said this a hundred times. They have, in my opinion, and I've had a lot of chocolate from all over the world. They have the best chocolate I've ever tasted. They're more expensive than most chocolate you're going to get. You might look at their pricing and go, holy crap, that's expensive. But that's, it's worth it. It's 100% worth it. You're getting, literally, they they ship the beans to Nuance. They go through the beans. They throw away the crappy beans. Who does that, by the way? Most people just use them. Then they roast them, and they create the chocolate yeah. with them, and every single region of chocolate that you get from them tastes completely different. It's like I've mentioned coffee notes. If, you, if you're into coffee, you can try coffees or wine tasting or cheese tasting. I mean, there's all kinds. It's just the same thing. So you get a a chocolate from Ghana versus a chocolate from Nicaragua and it's going to taste completely different and huh. it's amazing. So their prices are worth it. The reason I'm asking for this is because they've had to shut their building down their store down and that's a major major loss for them right now and their Christmas season is their busiest most you know successful season of the year and they might not even be open for that this year. So, I'm asking for anybody who knows Nuance and loved the interview that we did with Toby, go to their website and support them. Buy chocolate from them. They ship, it's no big deal. Just go there, buy chocolate, send Toby a support letter or something, you know, just to say, hey, I mean, seriously, like we're pulling for you. I don't know, but go to nuancechocolate.com. That will be in the show notes as well. But please, please just go buy some chocolate. Help him out right now. I mean, we need places like this to exist. We do not want them to lose their business and have, you know, the giant corporations take over the world again. (laughs) So please. Again. Yeah, again. Nuancechocolate.com. Do it. Please. Do it.
2: Do it. I'm curious. I'm curious, Brian, how much I and you may not know this, but I wonder how much of their business before the accident was online versus storefront.
1: Most of its storefront.
2: So they sell the, the most of their revenue is storefront sales.
1: Yeah. That's what he's focused on. Okay.
2: Yeah. That's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it is. And, and honestly, like just, we went by there yesterday actually just to see like what's going on. And you would not believe the amount of people that kept coming up to the building to go into nuance and couldn't because right. it's closed and looking at the sign and going, you know, oh crap, they are doing some little pop-ups. Remember happy luckies to We've had them on the show too. You know, happy luckies is, is hosting little areas in their store to say, Hey, come and sell chocolate for, you know, four hours various times so they're still trying but i mean nowhere near the amount of revenue that they need right now to you know continue to pay the rent because that's the other thing too they're still paying rent and and you know some of you live in different states are like i don't care like well you know pull for the little guys
2: come on yeah pull for the little guys there's too few left
1: (sighs) dude we got to go up to estes park over the weekend and just relax it was so nice and you know what was so funny is the day we left the fall was in the air I'm like, oh my gosh, it feels and it smells like fall. And I'm like, this is really weird. It's so early. But, you know, two weeks earlier up there because of altitude, we get back home and the next day, 98 degrees and the low is in the 70s. I'm like, yep, (laughs) it's so weird. So what's our vocabulary word of the week?
2: Okay, so this week, our vocabulary word is didactic, didactic. It's an adjective meaning conveying information or moral instruction. Usually it's used in a sort of a derogatory sense. If someone's condescending to you about, they're on some kind of moral high horse or something like that, they're they're speaking to you in a didactic fashion. So we'll try and use that in as many ways we can this episode. And if it's anything like last episode, it might be one or two times. So yeah, maybe Josh can help with that. One or
1: two. I think we used it quite a bit last time, actually. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, I think better than better than you think. Good. It was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Kryptonite, what you nerded not about?
0: Well, I'm getting ready to restart the keto diet, and so I know that you guys have talked about that a little bit here on the podcast, and I am starting because I started it, and it did really, really well for me, and then I stopped because we went on vacation, and it's like, we're not going to worry about it on vacation, and then we got back, and then there was something else, and then there was something else, and then there was something else, and So over time, I've gained all the weight back that I lost. Oh, no. And so I I need to get back on that. And so this week, I am restarting the diet, trying to see if I can lose that which I have gained. And for the most part, for me, the keto diet is not difficult in what I have to eat. The difficult thing is what I'm not allowed to eat. That's where it's difficult. So...
2: Remind us what the keto diet is primarily. Is it it a non-carb diet like the old school, uh, what was that diet called? The Atkins diet. Is
0: it similar to that? It is similar, but it's not a no-carb. It's a low-carb. So to have like 20, 30, 40 carbs. So it's better for your body than having no carbs at all because your body still needs it. But it reduces it drastically to where then you end up burning fat in your body instead of burning the carbs that you're eating. So you'd be able to do that. And so it's supposed to be a low-carb, high-fat diet. And you do the high-fat because that helps provide the energy that you normally get from the carbs. Interesting.
2: It's still so counterintuitive to me to eat a high-fat diet and a low-carb. I I get the low-carb part, but the high-fat part is fascinating to me. And apparently it works.
1: Yeah. I have
0: relatives who, mm-hmm. who go on that diet, too, and they love it. Yeah. Uh, but it's just yeah. weird. Yeah, it is really weird. And I'm obviously not a, uh, a medical or health um, expert or anything like that. But I would say that it's probably not a good diet to have long term, as in like this is the way I'm going to eat from now on, because that's probably not healthy to have that much fat for extended period of time. But I think for periods when you're, when you're trying to lose some weight, you get the weight down and things like that to where being excessively overweight is more of a health risk than some of the other potential. And so my plan is to do the keto for, I don't know, a few months, uh, be able to drop the weight, and then to try to kind of balance it out a little bit more to where I'm on the, I'm not keto, but I'm still not as carby. If that's a word, I'm not as carby as as I normally would be. We're going to make it a word. What's your typical meal like then with the keto diet? Well, I can't say there's a typical, but a lot of times for us, for me, I do a lot of eggs because one egg basically has one carb. And so that's, that's pretty good. So you have one carb and it's got a decent amount of protein in it. So I'll have some eggs. A lot of times I'll put some cheese with it because cheese As long as you're not getting like the processed cheese, the cheese is no carbs. You get the processed cheese that has carbs in it. So you like the American cheese and stuff like that. Not quite as good. And then having meats good. So like bacon is a really good one because it's zero carbs. Plus it has the fat that's already built into it. Plus it just tastes really, really good. So bacon is good. Sausage is good. Various different types of meats. So breakfast food. um, you eat yeah, breakfast yeah, a lot of times. Okay. <laughs> Except without the toast. It's, yeah. No toast, no pancakes, no syrup, no pasta. That's, that's another hard one is not having pasta, no corn because that's really high in Starch. Uh, carbs. Uh, yeah. No starches. And so, but there there are a lot of options. There are some vegetables you can have that are lower in carbs. Some of the good ones are like broccoli and cauliflower. And so kind of mix that into it like almonds, are a really good supplement. They do have some carbs, but if you have like just one serving or something like that, it's kind of a good little snack to be able to be able to help you.
1: I know a lot of people who have gone well, on tried it. Try to try to do a little bit of variety the thing. You said about doing it to lose weight, kind of get back to your target weight or whatever, and then balancing it out afterwards, you know, not necessarily staying on that forever. I like that approach too, because mm-hmm. I think the hardest thing, well, I mean, I'm sure this is hardest for every single person on this planet is, going on diets and succeeding with diets (laughs) because like you said, Josh, it's like you you don't get a chance to eat chocolate and stuff like that. And so it's like, man, I I gotta, I gotta have that. But if you are able to get to where you want to, and then, you know, you add a little chocolate in here and there, it's all about balance. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you actually have a chance to go back to where you were. and, And in the sense of, I get to still enjoy some foods that I love, but it's not, you know, it's not helping me to gain weight back again or whatever. Yeah, I wanted to eat the freaking cookie. Exactly. <laughs> eat the cookie balance. You know, I think still the best, most effective quote diet that I ever found was Tim Ferriss's. It was the slow carb diet. That's, you know, he had to brand it instead of low carb, and he did the same thing where <laughs> it was like for six days a week, eat basically proteins and vegetables, and you know, he actually says no fruit for six days a week just because of the sugar content in the fruit. Um, Um, although later, you know, he and, you know, Abel James and people like that will say fruits fine as long as it's in season. So, you know, if you're eating apples in the, the fall winter area, that's fine. Or, you know, if you're eating peaches in peach season, that kind of thing, eat stuff that's in season and ripe, otherwise don't eat it. And if you don't live in the tropics, don't eat bananas kind of thing. So it's, you know, stuff like that. But other than that, it's pretty much proteins and vegetables. And I think even Tim at one point said, you know, if you're going to be working out, or you're going to be doing a lot of intense exercise, then you know some carbs are a good thing because you need some energy. Otherwise, you're going to potentially pass out. So, I mean, I think there's some balance in there. But even Tim will say it's okay to have a square of dark chocolate once in a while if you're just kind of like about ready to lose it. And then that seventh day, <laughs> you know, one day a week is a cheat day. Eat whatever you want and as much as you want. Make yourself sick if you want.
2: Because yeah, it, that's an old. That's an old uh, body for life uh, tactic. Yeah. And Uh, it worked. EAS used to push way
1: back. It's amazing because, you know, when your body resets, it's kind of like, oh, crap, I should probably, you know, do better at this and all that. And your body resets. And then by Monday, you're just like, I just want to eat something healthy. (laughs) I don't feel good. I want to eat healthy. (laughs) And then you start to realize that the more you do that, the less you crave sweets and sugar and all kinds of other crap. And so your cheat days just aren't. You know, like, I think for the first couple of weeks, my cheat days were blast, blast outs. I mean, it was like, I'm eating 50 candy bars. I don't care, you know, but by the, I don't know, first or second month, I'm like, I don't really want that much sugar anymore, which is kind of interesting. Kind of just develop a taste away, away from yeah. it. So,
0: but I know keto's work yeah, for actually, so many people of that too. One, yeah. Uh, think of that one little thing that, uh, that, that we've actually done is taking some of the whipped cream comes in the aerosol cans. I'm sure it's very, very healthy coming from a can, but taking that, but when you get a serving of that, that's only four or five carbs, something like that. So even though it has the sugar, you have a little bit of that. That can kind of sometimes be enough just to kind of take the edge off. So sometimes we've done that kind of like as at the end of the night, as long as we stay under what we're supposed to get a little bit of that kind of as a reward and kind of help with the sweet tooth kind of thing. Is coconut okay in keto? Uh, I know coconut oil is I'm not sure about coconut itself because
1: if you are able to and I think it's okay but I'm not a hundred percent sure but I think so coconut cream take a little bit of coconut cream whip it up into whipped cream and put a little bit of vanilla in it it's all you need man there's there's your whipped cream right there and it's almost sweet but not quite but man it's kind of satisfies you hmm. it's an option Interesting. yeah then you don't have the aerosol you know whatever that stuff's called that kills the ozone or whatever. <laughs>
2: Well, good luck with that,
1: man. Yeah. Give us a progress report and let us know, like, give us your, Hey, I just lost, you know, X amount of pounds and Hey, this is how I'm feeling. I would be curious to know after one week, how do you feel after two weeks? How do you feel? You know, what kind of weight have you lost? Things like that. Even go get blood tests if you're able to, you know, cause that'll tell you a lot too. If you do like a before and after blood test kind of thing and how your levels look and I'm just mm. curious, like your results, it, whatever you're able to share.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do. I will do that. I will do that in the Slack group. Okay. So for those that are, are in the Slack group, you can be able to help keep up and keep me accountable. I probably need that too. Yeah, you got it, man. So I will not your,
1: send you cookies anymore. <laughs>
0: or or nuanced chocolate. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Don't buy the chocolate right now. <laughs> hey, hate to
2: say it, but uh, not for you right now.
1: Yeah, it's okay. When you reach your goal they don't ship wookies man i I asked if they could ship wookies to you but maybe it's a good thing that they don't
0: yeah we got to keep you accountable <laughs> that was good oh my those worst. ever yeah mm. yeah so there was also a quote that i heard a couple of weeks ago and it's been really really on my mind and it's really kind of challenged my thinking it goes something like this it's not about being the leader You've always wanted to be. It's about being the leader your people need you to be. Mm-hmm. And that really jumped out at me because I know I've said something similar to this, but there's a lot of people that they, they grow up and whether it's like referring to their parents or to a, about a boss or a teacher or somebody, and they'll say, well, when I get older, I'm going to be like this. Because of whatever it is that that you experienced, and you're you're intending that you're going to lead or become whatever type of person you are based on that, as opposed to when you get into a leadership position, we should be looking at what it is our people actually need and not just what we want to portray. So it's really been challenging me, especially like in light of my children and in my family, as to, like I didn't grow up with a dad, and I didn't grow up in a Christian house, but I became a Christian as a teenager, and now I'm a dad. There are many times when it's like, well, I didn't grow up with the dad, so I'm. This is the type of dad I'm going to be, but that's not always what my kids need. Is <laughs> they don't need what my ideal is per se. And then the thing that really throws it throws her for a loop too is child one is different than child two and different than child three. And so what each one needs is different. And so being stern and firm with one might work well, but it doesn't work with the other. I need to learn to be able to be the leader, be the dad that each one
1: needs. Wow. Dude, that's great, man. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you shared. You know, this is really interesting because I I was not planning to share this on the show at all, but I just had this weird realization yesterday or the day before things that I consume, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's a you know a TV show or whatever, uh podcast or books or whatever. I was realizing that, and I don't know why I haven't realized this before, but I was realizing that the things that I was drawn to were, let's just say, let's take a YouTube channel. For example, the channels I was drawn to the most were the people that were super positive about things. They would be just like, Oh my gosh, these, you know, look at how amazing this is. Like, for example, and this is just funny because, you know, we talked about boats recently. You brought up the whole I want to get a boat. Yeah. Captain Influence. So yeah. I, I found this channel of this guy who was touring these like, you know, mega million dollar yachts. And I'm like, dude, this is just hilarious. I got to watch this. <laughs> you know, my first thought is, holy crap, like who can afford this? And, you know, must be nice to have this kind of money. And, and he does not say anything like that. His yeah. the whole thing is, wow, look at this. It's absolutely fantastic. Look at the design that goes into this. Look at the detail. Look at the, I mean, he's just so happy about it. He's so
2: positive. He's, about, he's more about the artistry of it than the concept of it.
1: No, no. He's even about the concept of it. And the whole, like my point of what he was trying to do is that he is respecting everybody. He's lifting every single person and the boat up and everything. Like there's nothing negative coming out of his mouth whatsoever. There's nothing about man must be nice to afford this or, you know, well, this isn't for the every person like he never says that It's just complete positive. And I found myself strangely attracted to that. And then I was realizing that on podcasts, the people that say, I don't know, like these these grand crazy things, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I, I'm inspired by that. I'm I'm empowered. I want to be like that. Like I need this. And then I started to think about, you know, when I rant, does anyone need that? You know what I mean? And I think we talked about this kind of recently too. And I got to thinking that, well, maybe that's what I want. Maybe, maybe the leader I want to be is that I want to rant about this because I want people to think about it. Like I want you to think about road rage being a stupid thing, but is that what people need me to be? Mm. Or do they need me to be the person who just respects and loves all drivers? And then I got to thinking too, that like everybody is complaining about the traffic in our town right now. Everybody. Everybody. And I got to thinking, well, actually, here was a fun perspective. Sarah's cousin says, you ever been down to Denver? Like, that's traffic. You ever been to California? That's traffic. You know, and then, oh, well, it costs a dollar an hour to park in our parking garages. It's $25 an hour to park in Denver. Anywhere. So it's like perspective, you know, and, and I got to thinking like, yeah, when people start complaining and, and ranting, I go, I- I'm going to leave now. I don't want to be around this conversation. And so it's, uh, I like what you're saying, Kryptonite, because totally different scenarios. You're trying to do something that's probably more meaningful, (laughs) but I think, you know, that just because I may want to say something about something may not be what people need me to say kind of thing. Yeah. There's my honest approach. Good quote, man.
0: Yeah. And there's one more other thing that I I really wanted to mention as far as things I'm nerding out about, and that is I'm rewatching old seasons of 24. I guess all the, episodes of 24 are old but yeah so i'm going back and i'm re-watching them again and i've seen every single episode probably at least three or four times <laughs> <Nice>. already <laughs> and it's it, it is definitely my favorite show if i were to like like rate it as far as like out of my life my favorite shows and i ended up doing a podcast about 24 several years ago i can't remember four or five years ago I did a podcast about that with uh, another friend of mine and we had gone through, it was like in anticipation of season nine. So for nine months leading up to that, we did, uh, we covered one season a month. So 24 episodes in one month. And then we did one month where we were kind of giving our predictions and uh, some different things like that in anticipation of the new one releasing, but anyway. So even going through all of that, I still love 24, and probably in the last six six months to a year, I've rewatched almost all of it again. And here, just recently, I've been going through and watching it. I, I don't know what it is exactly that i like about it um, it's a good show that's what a, you like about it it But is I, i'm not a i'm not a violent person or anything like that uh, but Sure. i could i could <laughs> really kind of picture my or i try to picture myself <laughs> in, <laughs> in that kind of situation yeah
1: i loved season little- one i i still like harken back it was such a great season it was just like so good i never i don't think i ever finished the show for some reason
0: <laughs> i never finished the show but what i saw that i it. was was really good yeah yeah absolutely It's worth it. It's on Amazon prime. If you have that, you can go through and watch, um, at least through season eight. I don't know if nine or the new mess up that they did. If that's on there.
1: I think that's probably wise. I didn't have access to it. I think I watched what I could watch and then lost access. And that was it. So we talked about this last week, changing one letter in movies. We did a couple of them last week, like the instead of the bridges of Madison County. It was the fridges of Madison County. So we we came up with some ideas this, this week. We said we were gonna do this, we were gonna go through a few movies, we were gonna change one letter only in the title and then tell what the movie was about. So this is gonna be fun. Kryptonite, start with yours. I wanna I wanna hear what you came up with.
0: <laughs> well, uh of my diet, I thought of <laughs> Fat Man instead yeah. of Batman, and so have have it be like Chris Farley. Trying to be a superhero that could be interesting, scary, or slapstick stupid, but it's it's still worth watching. I like scary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That I thought of Stan Trek. Nice. Instead of Star Trek. And so it can be able to uh, have like a story, a, a montage or tribute to Stan Lee. And so I think that could be really, really cool. And then Days Runner. Maybe it's the days runner. I can't remember the actual thing, but so have like a drug user that's running in a marathon or something. <laughs> or maybe a, a marathon runner that gets drugged. Oh maybe yeah, that could work too. I like
1: anyway. a drug runner. Wait, a drug runner using a marathon. Wait, I'm so confused now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> marathon runner using a drug. <laughs> yeah. There
1: you go. <laughs> Nobody knows what the plot's about. And then uh they're all drugged. <laughs>
0: the enemy of the stats oh yeah um, Oh yeah. so I came up with that I was trying to find a correlation so the only thing I think of is Han Solo so he's the enemy of the uh, the Empire plus he also says many times don't tell me the odds so it's the solo stats. part two
1: enemy of the stats I love it yeah
0: Forrest Gums. I actually couldn't come up with uh, what that's about but there's <laughs> there's probably multiple ways we can go with that Lord of the Ringo could be like some type of Beatles story Maybe break up or whatever. <laughs> Jurassic Mark that could be like Jurassic Park number ten or twenty. I don't Jurassic know what they're Mark. up to. Yeah. <laughs> having having the scars from from it. Then Raiders of the Lost Arm. You have the Avengers trying to find Bucky's arm. Nice. Raiders oh, of the Lost Arm. Nice.
1: All right, Captain Influence. What were yours?
2: My first one uh, was Pacific Gym. Uh Speaking <laughs> of Pacific Rim, yeah, about like a beach bum starring Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, like that. Stag Wars. Narrated by Mar- Marty Stoffer. Remember Marty Stoffer from a uh, Wild America. Remember that show? <sighs> Never saw it. You, you got to be pretty old to remember that show. <laughs> 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 he, was, he was a nature a guy back in the '70s and '80s who narrated Wild America. Anyway, Stag nice. Wars. Deet Impact: A documentary on the impact of insect repellents. Interesting. Full Metal Racket, either about racquetball tennis or some loud metal band, and space calls yeah romantic comedy in space i Wait. thought maybe like you have mail or whatever that one was
1: oh, oh you've got oh i, I was thinking you've of something mail? totally different like space calls was not appropriate
2: and then my, my favorite one i came up with was enema at the Gate. Yeah. i like that one i don't know what it's about but it has the word enema it.
1: that's all that's all that matters oh man uh i've got some bad ones here So I came up with the sod father, very scintillating movie about the inventor of sod 12 angry (laughs) hen. Your worst nightmare is about to come true. (laughs) Schindler's lisp. Stop harassing (laughs) us. That's too soon. soon, That's just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But come on. I love Schindler's list and he was awesome. All right. Star bars two hour montage of space bars and people drinking. Yep. All right. It's a wonderful lift. Cherry pickers are all the rage this summer instead of it's a wonderful life. (laughs) Uh,
2: I love how each of yours has a, uh, like a subtitle
1: and then Bodzilla. Hey, that's me. You're talking about
2: Bodzilla. Yeah.
1: Check it out. That's just basically an entire movie of shirtless me. Booyah. All right. Ooh. That's terrible. Terrible people. Horrible. <sighs> Who came
2: did up anybody with anybody send theirs
1: in
0: Did it did we begin. Any others from listeners from last week? I did see in the Facebook group, the spider pan instead of spider man. I bet you can probably guess who submitted that one. (laughs) Oh
1: right, right. So it's about a spider that has a pan on its head. Is that it?
0: No, a spider in a pan.
2: Oh, it gets fried up up and eaten (laughs) in a keto diet. Yeah.
1: Oh, that sounds like a fun movie. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go see that one. (laughs) Hey, you know, what's funny is you were just talking about rewatching older movies. And I just realized that I finally watched an older movie for the first time, which was Jack Reacher from 2012.
2: Oh, okay. That was a great movie. Have you you guys seen it? You know, I haven't. And I typically enjoy Tom Cruise movies, even the newer ones like oblivion (laughs) was fantastic. Live die. Oh, Edge of Live Tomorrow. Die, Repeat, or Edge of Tomorrow, whichever, yeah. no matter where you are, depending on where you are, what it was called. I mean, those were some really good sci-fi movies, I thought. And oh, they're so, fantastic. I mean, he's a great actor, and he's yeah, in he, some good movies.
1: Yeah, Jack Reacher was good. Yeah. I, I never really saw anything. Okay. I loved it. It was a little slow. You know what I liked about it? It was slower. It was methodical. It was thoughtful. I liked that. And then I'm, I'm starting to watch the second one. I barely got into it, but it's definitely much more, you know, action-packed and, the kind of dumb. I mean, I don't know it, so far it feels yeah. dumbed down compared to the first one, but that's just the unfortunate movie culture we're in these days, but it's, yeah. it's good so far either way.
0: Yeah. I saw the second one, but not the first
1: one. Oh, you didn't. Oh, interesting. So you don't know his background. I mean, you do a little yeah. bit, but you don't know kind of the mystery behind him.
0: No, I, I was wanting to see it, but it wasn't available on Netflix or Amazon. So I saw the one I could. <laughs> sure.
1: No, I understand. That's nah, good. they are both huh. good. I, finished hunter killer. Okay. So I talked about this last week and I was, you remember how I said, like, I don't know. It's, it feels weird. It feels like the story's not really yeah cohesive and all that. And then I was talking about, it's kind of like 12 hours and then, you know, crimson tide hunt for red October kind of thing. And I wasn't really quite sure, like what's going on. It came together. So it's like, I'm glad it didn't stop halfway through. It was one of those finished the movie. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I get it. I get why they had both of those teams and how they came together. And Wow. So they really had
2: two seemingly disparate stories that merged at the end of the series.
1: Yep. Well, it was a movie, but yes. And it was one oh, of those it was a movie. I'm yeah. Sorry. It was one of those things <laughs> where it totally made sense as to why you had these separate things. And I think it was confusing just because of call it direction. The direction was a little bit disjointed in the beginning. And so you're trying to figure out like what, what is going on and why are we watching two completely different groups? How does this have anything to do with each other? Then you start to realize, and I think, call that, again, poor writing, poor direction, I don't know, but it does really come together. It ends very well. It's a really cool movie. They do actually team up, and you'll see how that works, but it's totally worth watching. Great soundtrack, too. I'm glad I watched it, and Angel Has Fallen is out, which is the final movie of the trilogy for Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen, and I was going to go back and rewatch those because I watched Olympus Has Fallen, but I don't think I ever saw London Has Fallen.
2: Yeah, I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one. The first one was good.
1: Yeah, it wasn't amazing, but it was good. And like, apparently there's a whole trilogy to it. So I guess it's worth seeing. But I am want to go see it now.
2: And the guy from 300 is in it, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, and by the way, he's the captain in Hunter Killer. So there you go. Oh, okay. Yep. Gerard. Gerard. Butler. Butler. That guy. Gerard Butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: just, I I just love that lisp he has in, in 300. It's so awesome.
1: I bring up new music periodically, but I was realizing that for, I don't know, maybe two months or so, two to three months, I was realizing that, you know, I'd go through the new music and I'd be like, nah, you know, it's okay. There's a couple new songs coming out, maybe a couple albums, nothing really good. And then within the last couple of weeks, it's just been this overload of new music from all kinds of artists, you know, albums, oh, singles, really? you know, artists. I love bands. I love just incredible stuff all over the place. So I have so much new music in my spotify mix right now if you're looking for new music go check it out there's brand new seven Lions song that is awesome it's called break the silence there's a a new elenium song which i oh my gosh i love this song it features chandler Le- leighton or Leighton. i'm not sure how to pronounce her name it's called lonely beautiful Pettity has new music I, i've mentioned him in the past you know he's that hardcore crunk southern rap like oh it's awesome if you like that style it's so the new of monsters and men album. I've been waiting for them to come out with a new album for four years now. It's awesome. Love it. Lowell. There's three songs I'm loving right now. Runaways, which is actually from the show runaways or either that or they used it one way or the other lone wolf, bitter rivals. Those are three great songs. Remedy drive has a new album. That's awesome. Uh, Lots of new Derek minor, which I'm a big fan of 21 pilots has a brand new single called the hype. It's awesome. There's this, New artist. I don't know much about her, but she goes by Nightbird with an E at the end, like Nightbird E, Nightbirdie, Nightbirdie, and it's called Girl in a Bubble. (laughs) Really good. Very interesting. So, so much stuff. There's so much more that I didn't even mention in there that you can go and check out on my list. And I usually just put in one or a few songs. And if you want to go check out all of their songs, of course, just click on the artist of the band and go for it. And I know, Kryptonite, you've got one too.
0: Yeah, I've been really listening to the Piano Guys a lot. Uh, I was introduced to them. I don't remember five, six years ago. My wife got taken to one of their concerts because they were in town, and so then she shared some of their videos with me. and so I liked it. and then it kind of got floated to the background for a while. But then last year, I saw that they were going on tour again and they were gonna be pretty close to us. so so we got the tickets. So the last six, the nine months, I've been listening to a lot of the piano guys, and actually, I I play a lot of it in the background while I'm doing some of the work when I'm not editing audio, um, and I'm doing some other things like that. I'll play the music in the background, and my kids are really getting into it. They both play the piano, too, so there's that part, so music's a a big part in our family. So, yeah, so we're really liking a lot of the stuff that we're doing, and so I'm now getting to see some of the behind the scenes and stuff like that, so it's kind of cool.
2: Are they a, awesome. are they like a dueling piano dudes or what 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 type? I mean, obviously they play piano, but what sure. type of piano music is it?
0: Well, for the most part, there's one that plays the piano and one that plays the cello, mm-hmm. but oh. they're still called piano guys. Okay. They started out, I think, with mostly the piano. They have a couple things where they actually incorrectly use the piano. There's one where there's five of them. On a grand piano, and some of them are playing keys. Some of them are plucking the strings. Some of them are banging on it like uh, like drums. And so it's really, really cool the way that they do that. But they have a couple songs like that. But there's a lot of them where it's a piano and cello. And the guy that plays a cello uh, is named Steve, and he actually does a lot with loops. Uh, so he'll play one thing and then he'll play another thing, and so he'll have like a bunch of different loops going on at the same time and. Really cool music.
1: I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it is really, really good. I'm a huge fan of Piano Guys and I don't know if this is 100% true because I'm trying to remember if my memory is serving me correctly kind of thing. I was doing a lot of piano performance about 10 plus years ago playing professionally and stuff and I swear this was the group that was coming out with basically music for weddings. So it was like you could buy their CDs or you could buy their, their digital songs and play them at weddings. Like if you didn't have a musician or if you didn't have a DJ or whatever, you would just play their recorded piano songs that they did for weddings. Huh. And I'm, I'm like 95% positive. This was the same group. Nobody knew who they were. They were just called the piano guys and here you go. And you know, here's a Canon and D version for your wedding or something like that. And that was it. And it was just like, they were known in the wedding industry. I lost track of them somewhere. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, these guys, wait, is this the same group? And I think it is. Yeah, I mean, just to see where they've come and who they are today. They're huge. They're huge today, and they're so good. It's so fun to watch. So, yeah, totally recommend them. In fact, they actually just put out a new song that I have on my Spotify list as well, and it's a new single. And I think it might be an original. I'm not 100% sure if you are interested in the song. It's on my list, and the name of the song is Someone You Loved. They did a great Christmas song, too, by the way is this the one it's called angels from the realms of glory? I think is the one they did. It's like this crazy medley and everything, but it's their 2017 Christmas album. But I I think that's where I really kind of went. Oh my gosh, these guys are amazing. I think it was that song. So check it out. Of course, it's Mm. not an original. They, they adapted it, but really, really good. Here's a question I have for both of you. Mm. It's the end of August Labor Day weekend. What are you most excited about this weekend? What are you going to be doing? (laughs) You want me to answer? Yeah, come on, go for it. Tell me what Uh, you're gonna do.
2: You know, I'm not even ashamed to be this pathetic, Brian. I'm gonna say that weekend, all weekend, I'm gonna be playing World of Warcraft Classic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, My brothers and a bunch of their friends and I are in a guild that we started for just for this, and they're gaga excited over it. I'm just kind of along for the ride, but that's what we're doing all weekend.
1: So you're not even going to be playing with us. It's like, dude, screw you. You know, I probably
2: will take time for you guys actually.
1: Oh, I appreciate that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome in advance.
1: (laughs) Tell me about world of Warcraft classic. I mean, just briefly tell me, is it, Uh, is it a a subscription? Is it a purchase once? Okay. Typical.
2: So blizzard, finally heard the masses screaming re-release your original game so we can pay you for
1: it we hate all and the expansions we want the original no expansion pre expansions yeah.
2: it's the original vanilla game after a certain patch it's not like the original release game it's like it's some patch that is halfway through you know before the first expansion which is anyway,
1: burning crusade sure
2: right and so people have been playing on you know free servers for years and years now because, you know, that's the only place they can play the, the original game and so, but those servers don't have the kind of technical support and other perks that you get out of having Blizzard cover it. So they finally did it. It released just this last Monday and the queues are out of this world. You wait thousands of people in queue to get oh, in, geez. which is only like maybe 20 to 30 minutes, but still you have to wait 20 to 30 minutes to even get in the game. That's how popular it is. Mm. I mean, it's like it's not only playing the original game, but it's like heralding back to the conditions of the original game where you're like, yeah. oh, just let me in already. So there's yeah. good and bad, but, you know, Interesting. that's what I'm doing. You what know, about
1: you, Brian? Well, <laughs> so I, I just wanted to respond to this because, well, it's our 15th year anniversary. That's probably why they're doing this. But I was a I never played original World of Warcraft simply because of. Just because I didn't want to pay for it, you know, I I knew people that played and got so addicted to it that it was just this like they literally, you know, let's just say that South Park episode where they don't get up to go to the bathroom and eat and take care of themselves. Like that's really a very true, unfortunate portrayal of how addicted people got to this game.
2: One of the best episodes of South Park ever, by the way. Yeah, I've seen it. People check it out. It's funny
1: and, and it's true. And yes, that's why I never played it. I was playing, I think guild wars at the time, the original guild wars right around that time. So I never played it, but then I started playing it when it was well, burning crusade. And then wrath of the Lich King came out. So burning crusade was the first expansion. Wrath of the Lich King was the second expansion. I loved those, you know, you got to fly in wrath of the Lich King and there was just a lot of really cool things. I loved those got that far and then stopped playing for quite some time. And then I came back later after, uh, you know, cataclysm Pandaria and what was the other one? The uh,
2: the drain dra- dra- the uh, War- yeah, warlords of Draenor. A Drainer. Yeah, we all, we all played that together on game night. Yeah, it was while. the first
1: time I'd come back to wow after, you know, all those years and there were some fun moments to that game, but I was really sad how they had dumbed down the game and they had made it so yeah. grindy and it was just about doing the same literal quest Over and over and over and over and over to get a potential six percent drop of one item, even though you needed a whole set. And I just went, "This is stupid. I don't want to play this anymore." And I, I haven't played since. So the old, the old WoW is enticing, even though it still has its grindy moments. It's just oh, it's very grindy.
2: Yeah, Uh, but it's, it's
1: it was more there was more magic to it. I think. Yeah, you know what I mean. There was. It's definitely
2: a nostalgia thing for sure, and that's why the majority of people are are crowding it right now is because sure. they're, they're remembering how cool it was when it first came out because it was a I mean it was a game changer in the gaming community oh it
1: was revolutionary uh, yeah.
2: very much so yeah I mean it was not by any stretch the first massive multiplayer online game but it was the it was,
1: it was the, was the one that really one.
2: broke it open yeah uh, after EverQuest opened the door a little bit so True.
1: anyway you know, I, I say though that I liked the free servers for the sake of that some of them said like you have a you can choose what was it like a a 2x experience booster and gathering or you could have a 6x or a 12x so you'd get through you didn't have to grind as much and you could get through the quests and enjoy the story parts and then you could go do fun things and do some of the later end game kind of stuff that was more fun i enjoyed i haven't played free servers in you know 12 years but i did and it was a lot of fun but you're right they were buggy they had no support if something went down you just sucked it up yeah yeah but yeah, so well, good. that'll be fun for you. it will, yeah,
2: nice long weekend.
0: Have you ever played those, Josh? I don't do a whole lot at all, <laughs> and so i'm not I'm not very up on on most of the games, but I did play Wow for a little bit back. I don't even remember two thousand six two thousand and seven, maybe maybe two thousand and five anyway, somewhere back then, so near the beginning i I guess it is, and I played a little bit, and that was on my brother in law's account. He created a character for me and I played that for a little bit and I am probably the type of person, especially back then, I would have been the type of person that I would have got absorbed into it and uh, <laughs> I would have become that that episode of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And so I sometimes had to curb myself from even trying sometimes so that I don't get to that point. That's very <laughs> admirable of you.
2: That's I, I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Very nice. So what are you doing this weekend? Uh I actually don't really have anything set in schedule at all. For me, I like that, at least for right now, because most of the time we plan and pack everything in to be able to have a weekend where we don't have everything blocked off as far as like, okay, we're doing this and this and this and this. Um, it's Um, It's nice to be able to just kind of have a day where it's like, okay, we got this one thing going on or our uh, puppy gets to go to puppy school. But other than that, we don't really have any other plan. So we'll probably just kind of see how the weather turns out. Probably just hang out and I don't know, maybe watch some movies or maybe we'll go out and actually explore something. I don't know. Dude,
1: don't know. weekends like that are nice sometimes, you know, where you just don't have much plan. Cause I'm the same way. Like we just, we're scheduled usually very, very full, although not as badly as we used to be. We are really trying to watch that, but it is nice when you don't have a whole lot to do, and it's just like, what do you want to do? Let's just be completely impromptu, you know? So I'm I'm with you on that one, man. That's that's nice to have once in a while. I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and also for us, we're coming up on school getting started and all that, and my son's in basketball, my daughter's getting into cheerleading for the same team. And so our schedule is going to be, like, insane for the next six months or whatever it is. So take a little bit of a break before before all that happens and then and then hopefully we'll get a little break around christmas new year's time they normally take a break and then uh and then go until march yeah jeez that's why that's why things
2: go so fast man you're a dad you got kids in school you got stuff going on i don't have that excuse so things just go fast for me because i just don't pay attention
1: (laughs) oh man Well, you know, speaking of school starting, school started, well, gosh, I, you know, it it depends. Various schools started, I think, a week ago and then two weeks ago, depending. And, you know, like our colleges all started this week. And so speaking of that, volleyball starts back up. Colorado State Volleyball starts back up today and then tomorrow's their their big double not really a double header. They have two games in the same day, but it's like a few hours apart, but it's a big tournament kind of like opening not tournament. What do they call this? It's like a invitationally, like the big thing. So it's like three games and you know, two days. It's going to be a lot of fun and then, and oh, then yeah. they take a break and stuff, but I'm excited. You know, I it's funny because I I love fall and winter sports. It you know, to go to, to go and enjoy and all that, but I'm not wishing for fall yet. I'm enjoying the summer still. So thankfully it's still (laughs) warm enough here. It's just, but yeah, it's exciting. And then of course it's the Labor Day weekend. So it's a three day weekend and get some time off, maybe go back up to the mountains again and enjoy the cool air It's supposed to be hot again. And then, uh, interesting enough, you know, new Belgium brewery, new Belgium beer. Yeah. I don't drink beer at all. actually can't really stand the taste of it, but I've always been fascinated by the process. And if you can believe it, I've never been on a new Belgium tour. And so finally, It's like, you know, now that my parents have moved into town and all that, and of course people come visit them and it's, they're like, Hey, we're going to a new Belgium tour. I'm like, I've been trying to go to that for 10 years. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going. (laughs) So finally we're going, I'm excited. And (laughs) I, I, like I said, I don't drink beer, so I don't care. But I mean, again, the process, it's the fact that I nerd out about things like that, that I'm like, this is just interesting to me, even though I don't care about the taste. So
2: even though you don't consume, it's still, I'm
1: so excited just to see it. (laughs) As crazy as it is. (laughs) It's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of fun stuff going on this weekend. And yet also relaxing.
2: It's always a good time of the year. It, Labor Day weekend
1: I like September. September's a good time, so you know what else is a really good time of the day and a good time of the episode?
2: Deep thoughts with Captain Influence.
1: In the summer, I like to
2: sit outside in the evenings and listen to the male Katie Dids in the trees sing Katie did, Katie didn't, over and over. I'll listen for hours, hoping someday they'll start escalating their argument, but they never do. Katie must be pretty cool.
1: Kryptonite, I just want to say thank you so much. It's been great having you on, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was great to be able to join in. Yeah.
2: At last. At, yeah,
1: at long last.
2: To, to participate in the show that you get to listen to uncut every week. Do it again, dude.
1: Yeah, totally. Get that dial-up working again, and we'll have some yeah. fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well it's probably a good thing you're not a gamer because otherwise you would be having some some serious challenges but uh, no one way or the other is great to have you on and thanks for sharing I, I still i'm going back to that quote you shared man that was so good it was so inspiring and empowering and number one wonderful thank you <laughs> all right well captain influence as always dude it's good to have you on
2: Thanks. Always Brian. I'm always. Gonna, I'm
1: going to go watch enema at the gates. I'm excited about that, man. So
2: tell me, yeah, let me know what that's about. Will you? Cause I, will. I don't get it.
1: I, you know, from what I heard, there's no plot, but one way or the other it should be fascinating. So, or scintillating <laughs> I might,
2: like that. Hopefully at the end, there's a plop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what the music means? Oh yeah. All right. Real will have links to our, well, to my Spotify list and to some of those other things we mentioned in there. So go check it out. Thank you again. It's lovely having you all. Have a most beautiful Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day. Happy week. Real Brian Show. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.